You are listening to Startup Story Podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to Startup Story Spotlight. This is a platform where we invite startup founders, innovators and entrepreneurs to share their journeys. Today we have with us Abhineet sir and Naleen sir from Snapmint who will share their journeys. Uh, sir, can you please talk about, about your uh, startup background, uh, what is it uh, that it does and how it is evolving into the credit market and how it is uh, revolutionizing the new uh, market by offering your services. Can you please tell us about your background about the startup, sir? Sure, sure, absolutely. I think um, let me begin from you know how we uh, how we got into the market and you know where is the problem that we see and you know how we are looking to solve it. So uh, our journey started way back in 2017-18 when we were working with uh, one of the e-commerce companies as a advertising partner, and uh, the company that just launched this credit card EMI on uh, the checkout page and they had asked us to run a campaign for that and uh, we were excited we ran that campaign for them and what we saw was that there was a 25% lift in consumers who reached the payment page of the e-commerce company but the transaction lift that came in from those transactions was lit from those consumers was literally zero and when we talked to the consumers the consumers told us that hey you know we don't have credit cards so these EMI options don't make sense to us. We did a very quick research at that time and saw that you know there were close to 450, 500 million odd consumers in India with PAN cards and just about 20 million consumers with credit cards. And that essentially was, we, we believe that that's, that's a massive opportunity because there are so many consumers out there, okay, today, uh, I mean, I mean, close to 300, 400 million, in fact, consumers who do not have credit cards. So even today, right, if you look at the number of consumers with bank cards, it's 650 million. While the consumers who have credit cards is just about 35 million. So 600 million consumers in India who have bank cards, but no credit cards. So the entire idea is that how do we really then give affordability to all of these consumers, most of a lot of whom today are actually transacting online. So... Um, you know, we all know that there are close to 350 million or UPI users in this country. They're all transacting online and and just 35 million consumers credit cards for affordability. That does not make sense to us. And that's essentially the problem we are out there to solve. Sir, my next question to you would be, uh, what is the fact, founder background that you have? Sir? What is the uh, background of the founders that you have and you have started this wonderful startup? Sure, I mean, uh, so uh, three of us, we are in fact uh, hostel mates uh, from our IIT Bombay days in 2004. That's when we got out of IIT Bombay. Um, we probably know each other for the last 20 years now. Um, and uh, have had uh, diverse backgrounds. So uh, two of us, Anil and I, we have been entrepreneurs together since 2007. Uh, this is our fourth venture together. Uh, Abhinit, uh, uh, he comes from an extremely rich background. Uh, in consulting and uh, startups really, right? So he was the head of marketing for Jabong when Jabong started off in India, then uh, head of growth for, uh, I mean, growth and marketing for Oyo uh, for three years uh, is where he was in Ola and Swiggy. Yeah. yeah. Then Ola and I mean, Swiggy. For me, the, I mean, and, and I had short stints in Ola and Swiggy on the revenue side. Uh, 
broadly what i think uh, when when i heard about uh, so i nalin and anil started on the idea a little before me and when they started and they told me that this is something that we are uh, planning to do and they said that uh, uh, that they are we are selling say mobile phones on installments online uh, to me initially it didn't uh, sound as attractive uh, because i pictured myself as a customer and i felt that i would buy it using my credit card and make a purchase so, but they said that we are getting a good customer response and customers are buying and they seem pretty happy so uh, what i decided to do is to call up the customers and understand whether it is actually making a difference and see, understand directly from customers what 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 uh, what they feel about this service right so so i spoke to a few customers and and called up few customers and one of the discussions with one lady customer uh, convinced me about the opportunity overall uh, that lady had purchased uh, a smartphone she was earning some something around 30000 rupees a month and she had purchased a smartphone on installments and when i asked her how is the service and she said everything is fine and when i was about to disconnect it she said that you know my salary has gone up from 30000 to 36000 rupees now and uh, so i asked uh, congratulated her and asked her if if she wanted to close her installments or she wants to increase the emi that she pays so that it closes soon so her response was you know i want to buy a smartwatch uh, can you let me buy a smartwatch i don't want to close the installment so then i realized that uh, that that for these consumers uh for a lot of these consumers especially in that income bracket and and uh, it is important to have this uh, installment based uh, uh financing to to achieve their the, the purchases that they want and and once the customer the, the customer is going to have a very for a customer for whom these services are not as normal as it is for us for instance for us there are a lot of credit card companies that give us something to make this installment payment or make a payment which is later uh, but there is a huge uh, uh, segment of customers for whom these services don't exist and once they once they experience it they are going to they going to repeat pretty often because they value this service and that's when i decided to go ahead and join them and and, and that's when that's how we have been working on and scaling the business for the customer sir um, my next question uh, to uh, would be what were the early challenges faced by your startup uh, what were the early obstacles that you had faced during the initial stages of your startup sir yeah so the early stages uh, for the startups was that you know it was um, uh, we have partnered with uh, with a few banks to uh, to actually start giving out uh, these interest free credit to the consumers and the challenge that we faced was that the underwriting process was not very consumer friendly and uh, and 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 that created a massive challenge because in the online world right people expect everything to be done instantly and uh, so and if you don't do that then what happens is that you know if 1000 consumers come in only 40 or 50 of them actually convert which is the biggest problem right and uh, this is what we could not solve in partnering with the banks 
and hence we could not uh, really get to many consumers uh, so uh, that's i mean that was essentially the initial challenge and so what we decided to solve for this challenge was that one is we decided that you know we let's go ahead and get our own nbfc or a license from rbi for lending so that we can lend on our own terms and uh, that helps in two ways one is lend on your own terms and also you know it helps you uh, take care of all the regulatory challenges it's good to be working with rbi rather than away from it so uh that's something uh, that we did very early on uh, which really helped quite a bit uh, and 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 today in fact you know we help a lot of brands and merchants now increase their sales by over 10 to 20% and uh, and and that's essentially what the value proposition we are able to give to a lot of brands and that's the reason why the number of brands who are partnering with us is is growing exponentially and uh, so so that's the i mean so the challenge that we saw uh, very early on it took us time to solve for the challenge uh, by getting our own lending license but uh, yeah after that it's it's, uh, it's been a great journey yeah i so, think the uh, other thing is uh, we we do operate with a lot of merchants uh, and we on their d2c brands uh, say like uh, brands in the in the smart watch space brands in the uh headphones and electronics and the fashion space and and uh we do come across this uh concern that which i also had in the beginning which is the the a lot of decision makers are affluent affluent people and and they think of themselves as the customer but ultimately uh the the our we are targeting we are targeting a young uh customer who who does not have a lot of financial op- options and and looking at it from that perspective and evaluate the evaluating the merit of the service is something which took us a bit of challenge initially uh, that was another challenge we had initially that's very nice sir the challenges that you have faced you have explained it really uh, in a nice way to the audience sir my next question would be what is the target market that you are targeting for snapmint so i mean so the target market essentially is that you know if you look at the entire market segment in india right you have those uh, on on one hand you have the top 30 40 million odd affluent consumers who have credit cards right so you have cred you have credit card companies who are serving them the challenge comes with the next 200 250 million odd consumers who use upi the entire mass middle income segment the digital first consumer essentially uh, you know these are consumers who probably uh, you know work in uh, and for example call centers or uh, you know they also work in uh, banks for that matter right so the i mean i mean there's so many these of these people that we meet every uh, every day that's the entire consumer segment that um, we're talking about and that consumer segment is underserved and that is where the challenge in services comes to them and those are the consumer segments uh, that essentially is the young digital consumer segment that you're going after because credit card companies again tend to serve uh, companies who work in what is called as a cat a company right listed companies and you know, if you're an employee those companies where the credit card uh come and serve you with those cards but that entire massive population the 250 million consumers are transacting online today uh and 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 those are the guys that uh, we are actually targeting 
so our average age of consumers is roughly 26 years uh so so very young digital consumers uh, and uh, almost 100% of them use upi today that's really nice sir the way you have explained your target audience for your startup so my next question would be uh, what are the emerging trends in the industry as of now sir uh, according the to multiple trends i think uh, uh, one if you look at the entire uh, indian payment and uh, lending infrastructure uh, the rbi and the npci for instance which is a payments uh, arm of the thing it, both are uh, putting massive infrastructure upgrades into the indian ecosystem of payments and lending so for instance uh, prior to covid the the way you could do kyc was not as evolved digital kyc now the way a customer can do digital kyc while making these online purchases is much more simplified for the customer much more customer friendly uh, some of the things like in our uh, business installments is a, one of the thing that customer has to pay and many customers wants to make set up uh, automated payments so that they don't miss and their their credit score doesn't get impacted so there is uh, previously there is to be a much more cumbersome process uh, but recent uh, of late the processes such as upi based uh, simple instructions uh, have been set up so that the customer can set up automatic payments and this again happens in just one as seamlessly as you make an upi transaction uh, there has been another up, major upgrade from government side it's 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 still in the early stages of development but it has been implemented by multiple banks it is a account aggregator method that the government has implemented that rbi has implemented where uh, when especially since we lend to a lot of customers uh, who have thin credit files or or have or are new to credit for these customers uh, uh we need to understand their bank cash flows and in and then then so account aggregator makes it very seamless for us to uh analyze that with customer consent otherwise the processes were very cumbersome so this is one big trend which which we are uh, riding on second is that uh, there is a huge d2c focus across the indian uh, retail ecosystem if you look at it online retail ecosystem so so previously prior to covid most of the brands used to look at offline as their core channel and online used to be focused largely with the marketplaces but during covid uh, the the brands realized that they have to build their own customer facing channel and they have to build the they have to connect with customers and get insights and iterate with their products and pricing and features so with the d2c as a trend coming up uh they they <clears throat> i mean the the brands did realize that they need some way to attract the uh, tier uh, to the, the customers who are who are not just affluent but also the next set of customers and to attract that uh brands initially started with coupons and cashbacks but soon they realized that the the amount of money they have to invest in uh, coupons and cashbacks is not is not uh, returned as much as well with that investment they started investing in uh, split payment as an offering to customers and they realized that this works this gives much higher return to them uh, and attracts customers much better so these are two trends uh, of course the the entire uh, entire we are everyone everyone is riding on the 
wave that India is going through a massive digital upgrade, like internet is going through everywhere. I'm not going to that, but that is again something which drives a lot. Nalit, you want to add something else to it? Yeah, I mean, that's true. Uh, sir, that was really wonderful the way you have explained the trends going on in the market. Sir, my next question would be. Uh, During COVID nineteen, what were the challenges uh, that you had faced uh, in terms of getting customers? Uh, what were the challenges that you had faced during that COVID nineteen pandemic, sir, in terms of the banking industry and the credit credit industry? So during uh, COVID, uh, I mean, there were two challenges, right? So one challenge was from the side of the merchants and the brands, uh, which was it was it it became quite difficult. For the brands to actually service a lot of pin codes. So today we service twenty thousand pin codes in this country, right? Uh, which is almost ninety percent of the country we service today, uh, right from Jammu to Meghalaya. Uh, the challenge that we faced was that because of the restrictions, a lot of brands were unable to ship the products to a lot of these locations. So that was one big challenge that we uh, saw during the COVID times, which impacted the sales. Obviously, the second challenge was also from the debt side, wherein because of the moratorium that was introduced by RBI, uh, access to debt capital had uh, had had really become difficult. So that again meant slowing down the growth. Though we knew that the, uh, I mean, the market is continues to be underserved, but. the availability of capital had suddenly come down because of the moratorium issue so these were the two uh, i would say the two biggest challenges that we saw uh, during the entire covid period uh, collections we saw it only up to a certain extent because uh, you know because we have been going after a largely underserved segment with uh, you know very strong intent to pay uh collections were not affected uh, as much uh, for us because consumers um, i mean consumers did pay us back uh, extremely quickly uh, so the delinquencies were not very high so yeah but the main challenges were around from the merchants and the brand side of delivering the products on the debt side to access to debt capital to actually grow your business i mean although covid did hinder us in the first 6 months but overall i think it did trigger a lot of positive changes which helped our business grow i think one of the things being that uh, uh, that again the d2c wave that picked up uh, which helped us uh, get, get which helped us work with a lot of merchants and test our product and now scale it with multiple merchants second we did see uh, the 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 push from the rbi and and, and the payments ecosystem to uh, payments Uh, arm of the governments to implement uh, upgrades on the digital side because nothing was happening offline so everything had to be ready for online so there were that that whatever could have probably happened in next 5 years happened in one or two years and that gave a massive push to our customer onboarding and the customer experience that we can provide to the customers uh yeah and i, and I think from our side we we had been uh, running uh, we were a pretty early stage startup a lot of the uh, people especially investors when we spoke with they had questions about whether our uh, underwriting models are robust enough to to withstand a, a crash in say a, a, a spike in the, say if if there is some problem that happens in the market how will your models behave how will your customers pay back so so <clears throat> we we did see a small spike it but it was 
way well within the bounds uh, and it was it was uh, the customers did pay back there was a very small increase in in, in terms of our, the customers who were not paying back so that gave us a lot of confidence to us in terms of what we were doing our marketing models are working fine and also gave our confidence to all our uh, investing partners that 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 the what we have built is is actually something that can that is quite robust in terms of underwriting the customer even though we are going after a segment which not many uh, financial institutions have solved for so my next question would be how has the market evolved over the last couple of years the fintech industry has how how has it evolved in the last couple of years right according to you the last couple of years is in uh, i think as previously mentioned right so upi continues to grow and uh, you know a lot of a lot more consumers are beginning to look at the upi infrastructure and uh, pay via upi but the other big one has been that the merchants right the merchants have also started adopting digital payments a lot of merchants used to adopt cash and would not transact without cash today uh, a lot of these merchants are now accepting digital payments which are going directly into the bank accounts so that's been uh, one big trend in the um, in the last couple of years the second big trend has been around the regulations right there are a lot of other companies who came in with some innovative products etc which were not uh, very relevant probably to uh, i mean which were not in the right rbi guidelines right so those regulatory changes uh, came in and uh, a lot of companies who were going around the regulations uh, you know they had to uh, really shut down or uh, close those business lines um to really um, i mean make that matter so regulations have become a lot more robust while digital payments they continue to grow and the merchant acceptance of digital payments has grown which just uh, brings in more confidence to companies like us in the entire ecosystem i think overall in the in the market the the other thing that got established is uh the need for so so 2 to 3 years ago when we spoke to brands about building uh installment based payment as an option on their uh, on their portal it was it was uh, viewed as as something as an alien concept at that time roughly 2 years ago although some brands had done it but it was it was acceptable in say higher price points but say for a small uh, 2 to 3000 rupee price point that was not as much accepted but but over time i think merchants and brands have realized that the that the power this has in converting a specific set of customers and and a lot of brands are making this a part of their their uh, uh, growth toolkit in terms of acquiring customers the brands are much more uh, like open and and they have active plans in implementing this as customer acquisition strategy and retention as well sir uh, my next question would be what are the services offered by snapmit uh, to its customers and the market as of now sir like what are all the services can you please tell the audience so services is fairly simple we just offer one simple service to the consumers uh, which is uh, buy anything that you want with a merchant partners on interest free credit you don't need a credit card there is no late fees or any hidden charges you ever have to pay and that's the simple value proposition and probably that's the value proposition which is not offered by anyone else in this country that's really nice so the way you explained it 
sir my next question would be how does snap mint plan to differentiate itself from its competitors in the market so the way we okay. differentiate ourselves from the competitors again is uh, is, is 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 plainly from the uh, from two perspectives right so one is the consumer perspective where we are clearly telling the consumers that hey uh, there are absolutely no hidden charges no late fees nothing uh, everything is available to you on interest free credit and on the other side we are helping the brands while being the only company in this country who actually help the brands grow the sales by 10 to 20% uh and uh, the other is you know when consumers i mean in the online industry returns is extremely high right we see as much as 30 to 40% returns in some of the uh existing brands that we work with the returns when a consumer transact with snapment is actually less than 5% for the brand so uh, this is uh, i mean these are the two key uh, differentiators that we have with respect to anyone else who would operate in the market abhinit do you want to add anything Yeah, yeah, I'll just elaborate that. I think uh, so. I mean, again, if you look from customer side of it, the the first of all, the customer making a purchase on any brand or any product, the uh, the number of steps we force a customer to do are extremely low. Uh, even a new customer who comes to purchase with Snapmint, we try to make the customer uh, documentation very less. A lot of customers think that I will have to upload a lot of documents, give a lot, share a lot of information. We try to minimize that. and so that the customer making a transaction it is extremely simple for customer two as nalin mentioned is is that there is no late payment or hidden fee like like if you if you transact with a say a credit card and you are one day late in your payment you get penalized by a lot of penalized very badly uh, we do know that sometimes customers do miss their payments but it is not with an intent of missing it they may miss it by mistake and then we don't want to penalize bad behavior and make money out of bad behavior of the uh, not a bad behavior but a, but a small mistake that the customer made so we don't make money out of it and, and we see a lot customers uh, customers appreciate this a lot and that is one of the reasons why customers stick with us a lot uh, so that's largely on the consumer side the consumers also appreciate the fact that they can they can uh, take a 3 month Uh, they can purchase, pay over three months, and yet they don't have to pay an interest. If you do it with, say, credit card, you have to pay a very high interest rate. So uh, this is this is on the consumer side of the story, and the merchant side of the thing is it's it's the the merchant CS as a way to unlock this customer base. Uh, there were there are other competitors we do have which offer kind of similar services, but the kind of customer journey they offer or the kind of approval rate they give is. Uh, is is such that the customer adoption is way lower than what what customer adoption merchants see with us and a lot of merchants have implemented both snapment and a uh, uh, snapment competitor and then they realize that the customer adoption of snapment is way higher i mean it, it's of the orders of magnitude of 3 to 4 times of our competitors and hence they work with us because they see their customer experience being very well taken care by snapment they see the order values with which snapment order the customers are orders are placed are much higher because say for instance it's a think a customer is buying a headphone of say 1500 rupees the customer sees it as a customer is buying a 500 rupee per month headphone and hence the customer is able to sometimes go from 500 per month to a 700 per month kind of a headphone which ultimately translates to a 2100 rupee product Purchase, which for a brand is a great way to sell their premium products, 
and that to the to a less affluent segment so brand cs this is a really uh, big value proposition uh, instead of relying on discounts to sell the, the lower price point to sell the higher price point products and of course as nalin mentioned the rtos where the product is shipped back without customers acceptance is a big challenge in uh, with cod uh, with cash on delivery and we are converting customers who were paying with cod into the into into a prepaid payment method where where the returns or rtos are lesser so the brand see it as a great value proposition overall sir my uh, next question would be what advice would you give to your fellow entrepreneurs or uh, upcoming entrepreneurs in the industry who are uh, who are looking to start a fintech startup or anyone in this space or this market sir what advice would you like to give to your fellow entrepreneurs sure i think um... I mean, there are two two sides to this, right? So, from the fintech side, obviously, the financial services market is huge, and the underpenetration of financial services is there across segments, right? From payments to lending to insurance to wealth, there are huge pockets. And India is a land of not one country but multiple countries, multi-culture, right? So, solving for different segments is important. uh and uh, and i mean you know, that is that's how everyone should keep looking at innovation for particular market segments and go out and solve it for them not the uh, one company trying to solve for all the market segments is not quite possible with 1.4 billion people in this country so that continues to be huge second in terms of entrepreneurship i would say is that uh you know uh i mean this is uh, i mean uh the anil and i you know this libyan like for uh, i mean four different companies before this uh, we need this work with multiple startups before this and uh, your startup journey is, is is more of an experience you do something you make mistakes you learn you fail fast but the key has to be failing fast and learning from your mistakes as fast as possible uh, and and never get bogged down uh, if um, if you fail because of something uh, it always is a new learning opportunity and whatever you do next will always be better then what would you have done previously so take that in the stride and keep moving on uh, and uh, and keep growing and you know success will come i think um, yeah, i mean we're pretty early in our journey so but but two things that have helped us uh, personally what i feel is a uh, keep talking to the customers and and understanding uh, what their pain points are what what their perspectives are what their anxieties are around this uh, that always helps i mean i have seen many times that uh, we 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 have a decision to make around a particular thing to implement it in this way or that way it always helps to test with the customer get their feedback uh, talk to them it, it always helps second is in a very early stage uh, my suggestion would be to focus on a small niche and and work and make sure that you capture that niche with a very high uh, very high uh, customer impact market or share, market yeah. share in that niche and then expand to further niches instead of solving for a really large total addressable market and trying to build for that those are two things i would suggest so it's very nice the way you have explained uh, the and the advice that you have given to your fellow entrepreneurs uh, the questions are done for today sir Uh, i hope uh, you have had a great day and if any mistakes don't